Hi, I'm Ray Keating, and this is Free Enterprise. In three minutes, in this 193rd episode, the first of a two-parter, we're going to look at the grossly mistaken idea that the Great Depression was ended or cured by World War II. The notion that World War II ended the Great Depression is widely asserted. Head over to the Library of Congress's website, for example, and you'll find the following declaration, quote, mobilizing the economy for World War finally cured the Depression. Millions of men and women joined the armed forces and even larger numbers went to work in well-paying defense jobs, close quote. And various economists uh, at the time and even today have fed such notions, including, for example, Paul Samuelson, James Tobin, and Morris Adelman, all Keynesian economists who mistakenly made aggregate tallies of economic measures the central focus of their economics. But it should be obvious that war is no answer for economic depression. While World War II was a just war that had to be fought, no one should think that the brutal realities of war somehow generate economic benefits. Redirecting resources away from peaceful market undertakings guided by entrepreneurs, businesses, workers, and investors competing and cooperating to serve consumers so that government can wage war, resulting in the deaths of millions of people and incalculable destruction of property, is not sound economic policymaking, again, even given the obvious necessity of fighting World War II. The reality is that the U.S. economy suffered through the Great Depression from 1930 through 1939 and then moved into continued economic hardships of the wartime economy. Very few people living through World War II thought those were just great economic times. Some economists, however, have looked at GDP data to point to the end of the Great Depression coming with the onset of World War II. But economists aren't, or at least shouldn't be, mere accountants looking only at the data. For example including how much was spent on soldiers, tanks, battleships, and ammunition. Instead, economists should be equipped to discuss what the data mean, including how and why resources are being allocated. Indeed, in the next episode, we'll take a deeper look at the data on the U.S. economy during and after World War II and what those numbers actually meant. But to sum it up for now, albeit with a touch of flippancy, it should be obvious that killing people and blowing stuff up isn't good for the economy. Thanks for listening. By the way, please pick up the paperbacks or Kindle editions of my books, The Weekly Economist, 52 Quick Reads to Help You Think Like an Economist, and The Weekly Economist 2, 52 More Quick Reads to Help You Think Like an Economist, and perhaps buy copies for others in your life, especially high school and college students. Like and follow us on Facebook at Free Enterprise Economics and on Twitter at Free Enterprise 7. And please subscribe to the Free Enterprise in 3 Minutes podcast. Take care, and hey, think more like an economist.